This is Episode 7 of the Getty's Close Radio Podcast. I'm Glenn Phillips, and I'm a curator at the Getty Research Institute in Los Angeles. This podcast presents radio broadcasts that originally aired on a weekly program on Los Angeles radio station KPFK between 1976 and 1979. Called Close Radio, the program allowed artists to present sound and art projects via radio broadcast. Close Radio produced over 100 broadcasts by more than 90 artists. These programs challenge nearly every conceivable industry standard of radio broadcast, and collectively they present a phenomenal array of strategies to present performative works through sound. I've chosen 17 of the Close Radio episodes for this podcast to give a sense of the variety of projects and artists involved in the program. This podcast is made available in conjunction with the exhibition Evidence of Movement, on view at the Getty Research Institute's galleries at the Getty Center from July 10th through October 7th, 2007. If you would like to hear more episodes from the Close Radio program, they are available on getty.edu. Just search for the exhibition Evidence of Movement. The Getty would like to thank all of the artists who have agreed to let us provide their original sound works in digital format online and in this podcast. We ask that listeners respect the integrity of the original works and the artists who created them. Please do not reproduce this content without permission from the artists. Enjoy the program. This is Close for January 12th, and tonight the artist is Michael Brewster. Good evening. Please listen carefully. The following work requires that you increase the volume control on your receivers until my voice becomes somewhat loud. The work is an acoustic sculpture which will charge the space of your listening rooms with concentrations of loud energy which you will be able to probe by moving your heads around slowly.
Radio Born Space, Michael Brewster, January 1978. Thanks, Michael. Could you uh, tell us a little bit about this work and the other kinds of work that you've done with sound? Well, the acoustic sculptures are a series of works that I began in 1971 and I've been working with them in various different enclosures ever since. By enclosure I mean different different kinds of architecture. Originally I used large rectangular rooms, you know, standard gallery spaces. You know, Space F was where I started doing these. And that gradually evolved into using uh, a tunnel in San Francisco a year ago this month and then a very irregular space at Caltech during November of this year, or last year, rather. And this opportunity to do it on radio allowed me to change the scale of the, of the different fields, or of the field itself as it displaces, so that instead of having to walk around in these, in these pieces, which were, were and still are actually for moving viewers, um, here you don't have to move your whole body but only part of your body and at this wavelength which was 700 hertz uh, or cycles per second you really don't have to stand up and walk around in the room though that would have helped uh, you could listen to this in your car there's enough space there for that and it was very intriguing instead of having the the field exist in one particular location to be able to transmit it through radio and have it exist throughout the L.A. Basin. I think that's real exciting. And it doesn't matter what kind of a radio well, a listener would have. The better your radio, the better the mm -hmm. end result. Uh, people who have good receivers get better messages. Uh, and if you have big speakers, better yet. But this tone is easily transduced by most speakers. It's not real low and it's not real high. It's kind of a mid-range tone and uh, I figured most speakers would be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. What What's some of the feedback you've gotten from people who have experienced these kinds of waves that you've created? Well, the whole gamut. You know, some people just really don't see the point of it at all and some people think it's uh, next to marvelous at least yeah and then the, the number of people listening would add to the dimension of the piece wouldn't it because then they would be also displacing and changing the space right in some of the pieces there were there were the space of the room became almost fluid and if if there was somebody standing in a quiet area another person could move throughout that space and cause the whole field to, to displace itself and the original quiet area you'd be hiding out in would suddenly become real loud. Uh, at this frequency you will also have a very fluid space so if people moved during this piece they affected the the location of those loud areas with it throughout the room. At lower frequencies which is where I'm working mostly these days in terms of architecture uh, or in terms of working within the architecture versus working on the radio, uh, 
the fields are very stationary and, and the number of viewers doesn't really affect it. But at high frequencies, especially at a high one like this, this piece here for radio-borne space, would be a very fluid field. For listeners who might want to experience another one of your works, you have a work in La Jolla at the... At the Museum, Museum. of Contemporary Art, and it'll be there until the end of January, the 22nd. All right, well, thank you very much. Um, next week on Close, we'll be hearing sound works by Sally Shapiro. <laughs>